All right. You are hanging out. Yeah. It's about a year down the road. Okay. And uh, your morale is not doing good. Okay. Why? You won this contest. Usually that would be a good thing. And winning a contest. Yeah. So what, what contest a, did I win? It's a contest called Axe Throwing Workers of America, colon, the Axe Throwing Competition. The Axe Workers of America, colon, the Axe Throwing Competition. Yeah, it's a very unweirdly title. It seems like they could have said that in way fewer words. Yeah, you think that to yourself when you go there, but uh, you you push that thought aside. Because you like get kind of into axe throwing. Right. Uh, your job, you guys went on like a company yeah. day. You went to one of those axe throwing places. They're more expensive. We talked about it, but they're pretty expensive. Yeah, but you guys did really well that quarter. You hit all your like your goals. There, okay. were, there were no incidents. No incidents. No. Everything's going good at work. Okay. So, and you went to this axe throwing place and uh, you like, uh, this what's it called? Kiss my axe. Kiss my axe. Pat. <sighs> yeah. <clears throat> Kiss my axe. Yeah. Sucks. No. It could have been all my axes live in taxes. No. No, that's stupid. Okay. So what happens is Kiss my you got to kiss my axe, and um, <laughs> that sucks. You guys are hanging out. They have like food there. They have yeah. beer and stuff. Is it good? It's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. It's definitely better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. You get the uh, chicken fried steak. Oof, why? Why am I getting chicken fried steak at a fucking axe house and an axe place? Because you just look at like, you see like the guy. Man. <clears throat> you see like the, the cook behind the uh, the counter. Big beefy guy. Yeah, and I just think he can cook a mean chicken you fried steak. You look at steak. him and you think to yourself, you don't even look at the menu. You just go, chicken fried steak. You can just tell this guy. I just assume they have it. Yeah. And what happens is that the, wait- the waitress goes, um, I don't know if-, if we have that. And she goes, uh, one sec. And you see her like go behind the line, and she says something into the cook's ear, and he looks up and locks eyes with you. Nods. What's his name? Brandon Gertrude. Brandon Gertrude. <clears throat> He's just working at ki- the kitchen of Kiss My Axe. Yeah. And he makes you a chicken fried steak, dude. It's not on the menu. Side of mashed potatoes. Are those on the menu, or do you make those from... No, those are on the menu. Okay. So the waitress gives it gives it to you. Does it got gravy on it, too? Not only does it have gravy on it, it comes with a side of gravy. Shit. And they do that thing, like, you ever, like, um, go to a coffee shop where they put, like, a little, like, like shape on the top of it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or, or, <laughs> foam or, art? Yeah, foam art. Or, like, he does get, gravy art? Yeah. It's, it's two axes. Uh... It, like that, that that's what the graveyard is and for a second he it, does graveyard on white gravy banner yeah brand at a fucking room. axe place let's you know whatever so uh for a moment you look at it and for a second it's almost like the axes are coming towards each other and you think to yourself if these axes ever touch that's the end of humanity so why you, you buy it the in gra- it's just a weird gravy. thing just a weird thought that you had so uh you bite into it it is the best chicken fried steak you've ever had in your life you bite into it this like the crispy part of it you know 
The breading? Yeah. It's just incredible. The meat is perfectly cooked. It's hot, but not too hot. Your mouth remains unscathed. You chew, and as you swallow it, as you feel it, just pour down your tight little throat. God, Pat, come on. You think to your, you, re, you know for I a fact. I hate that. <laughs> Why do you call it a tight little throat? <laughs> That's the grossest thing you say on this podcast. And as it passes, it pours down that fucking throat of yours. Oh, God. And God. It's so tight that you can barely get the food down. My mom has a constriction issue. She just saw the doctor about it. It's probably passed down. Great. And you think to yourself, I know for a fact this is the best meal I've ever had. You look up the... Uh, a chicken fried steak at the fucking axe throwing place makes the best meal I've ever had. Mm-hmm. You look up, you see like uh, the cook, Brandon Gertrude. Yeah. He's just looking at you. He nods him, uh, at you. I give him a thumbs up. He smiles. I looks, salute him. Goes back to, back to his work. Two days later, he's fired. That sucks. Yeah. He just never washed his hands, it turns out. So you're at uh, Kiss well, My Axe. Well, that's great. Good to know. And what happens is uh, the way you got into axe throwing is that you kind of like were sitting out for most of it, just hanging out. You're like, I'm just happy, just hanging, whatever. Yeah, that's and me. then Yeah. And they're like, Aaron, come on. Why don't you, why don't you try once? And you go, all right. You can tell they're not going to let up. Yeah. You get up. You walk over. And you just kind of like grab an axe while yeah. you're thinking about it. The second that your fist closes around that axe, you just think to yourself like, I found it. I found what I was meant to do. You throw that axe, bullseye. Everyone starts cheering. They start going crazy, and they go, "That was awesome!" And you go, "Uh, you put your hand, you put your hand, and you go, hit me." I say, "Hit me." Yeah. Someone, you know, puts an axe in your hand. You throw it at the target next to yours, bullseye. Great. I'm good at something. And you put out your hand again and you go, hit me. And they go, oh, Aaron, are you sure? And you go, you look at them and you go, I'm not going to axe you again. No, Pat, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I would not do that to people I fucking work with. <laughs> but you're just so caught up in the moment. That sucks. So they give you the axe. You throw it. It hits like the far, you know. Uh, the far target? Yeah, the far target. Yeah. How far are we talking here? Your feet, three hundred feet. What the fuck, Pat? I threw an axe three hundred feet. <laughs> yeah, it's the length of a football field. How the fuck did I do that? You just get really good, dude. You find a thing you're meant to do. So you you go into this. I can't throw anything three hundred feet, but you can throw an axe. So you you enter that uh, axe throwing competition, and you fucking win, dude. That's not even close. The closest one to you was this guy, uh, Brian Stevenson Jones. Yeah. He was your bully in high school. And yeah. I got to tell you, man, it felt great to beat him in this. I bet. He does let all the air out of your tires, but that's, you know, someone. Why would he fucking do that? He's an adult. <laughs> He's your bully. Yeah, but why and you beat what him? What the fuck is wrong with him? He's an adult, Pat. Yeah. I'm 34. So um, I call the fucking cops <laughs> on him. You call 911? Yeah. Uh, 911, this is Lucy. Uh, my first day, kind of, kind of nervous here. Lucy, 
don't worry, there's been no physical harm here. And she goes, oh, thank God. I'm calling the she police. hangs up. What the fuck? So what happens is um, you win this competition. Why, why are they so mean? I'm trying to report a fucking crime here. I'm being harassed. He's damaging my personal property. Yeah. So um, it turns out that whoever won. The fuck, Pat? They have to play in the NBA. What? Your prize is you join the Golden State Warriors. The, why? That's not even the same sport. This makes no sense. They, the guy has, they have connections. So they're like, um, you're like, people have been saying for a long time that the, uh, the axe throwing industry really runs the NBA. And now you're saying blatantly that it's true. So you join the Golden State Warriors and um, it's got like this marketing thing. It's just like, hey, look what you can win. You know, you don't expect to play or anything, but uh, you're sitting on the bench one day and um, just hanging out on the bench. He has a championship game uh, and uh, Steph Curry like gets hurt really bad. And then they go, we got to who can take his place? Not me. <clears throat> I'm here because I threw an axe, not because I'm a good basketball player. Yeah. <clears throat> But everyone else is fouled out or injured. So the coach looks Great. at you and he goes, all right, Brooksy, you ready to go in? No. Everyone looks at you with such hope in their eyes. I, I'm i not good at basketball. For I haven't sure. played basketball since I was, you know, out of high school. Like You go out, you walk out onto that court, the whole crowd starts going, Aaron, Aaron. Because it's such like a like a optimistic, uh, uplifting story. You I'm know? like giving them the no sign. And I'm yeah, I'm looking and I'm mouthing as large as I can. I'm not good at basketball. Don't give it to me. So um first uh I'm gonna try hard. Yeah. You know, I'll try I'll play defense as good as I can. I'm also fat and slow. Yeah. So this is you know. So they give the ball to you immediately. Why? Why would they do that? Uh, I would give it up, I would give it to somebody else right away. So you go to like do that. But then, like you look at the, the you look at the hoop, you look at how much time is left. There's five seconds left. Why would they give it to me with five seconds left? You're you're down by two. You look at that hoop, and it's one of those like positive thinking things where you try to just you just envision that ball falling through that hoop. You envision yourself as the hero, the guy who came off the bench to win a championship, the guy who's never played basketball competitively on any level. Who who doesn't belong on on a court? Why? I wouldn't think that, Pat. But like, but like, you're caught up in the moment. Like they, they put a they, they they they're all going Aaron Aaron, and then up on the big screen, they just have a photo of you, and it just says Aaron Aaron underneath it. It's a photo of you uh, just looking tough as fuck. I try to pass the ball immediately. So you start to pass the ball, and you think to yourself, after looking at that hoop and hearing the crowd roar. And seeing there's only five seconds left, you decide, I'm going for it. Why well, I wouldn't do that. But you're this. normally you wouldn't, but you're so caught up in the moment that you start to pass and like don't. So you actually end up like faking the fuck out of your defender. And then you just look at that hoop. It looks to you as big as a fucking swimming pool. Yeah. Okay. You hoist that shot up. Great. How bad does it miss by? So bad. It yeah, misses by it? about 30 feet. Why wouldn't it? It uh, hits a. Uh, a kid in the head. Sorry. He was there. His uh his make a wish was Fuck to you, go Pat. watch the championship game. Fuck you. You mean you didn't kill him, but you definitely like didn't you ruined his night. 
Everyone starts booing. Why like, would boo. they think anything else? Some guy yells, you're a Judas. I am not a professional basketball player. This was thrust upon me, and I didn't want it. <laughs> what am I getting out of this, by the way? I mean, you got to play in the championship I game. don't fucking care about that. Yeah. Are they paying me anything? Uh, you're getting a living wage. What does that even mean? Uh, 15 bucks an hour. Great. How much? How much am I taking home? Um, what's if I gotta fucking stop working to go make fifteen bucks an hour? Yeah, this fucking sucks, Pat. <laughs> so people are like really mad at you. Yeah, uh, God, fuck them. I don't care. So you kind of shit. I don't even live there. But like, yeah. So you kind of feel a little silly. And um, in the off season, uh, like they fully expect you to come back next year. So they're like, yeah, you got, you better like do some training and stuff during. Why the- I'm not coming back. Why not? Because they're paying me $15 an hour to be a total failure. It does nothing for me. <laughs> it does absolutely nothing. For me. I don't give a fuck, Pat. That's not a dream of mine. I'm not good yeah. at it. I I make more money than that now. Yeah. Why would I take? Why would I do that? So you kind of spend a few like sleepless nights thinking about this because people are just saying really no way they're like people are tw- like they're like tweeting at you. Oh yeah, and I'm stuff. also being harassed online yeah. for this. Like 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 one guy just says like, you know, piggy squeal, Aaron. God damn it, piggy squeal. I, I'm not playing. I'm and not a gif play. of like a guy with like a knife taking out of his like holder. Great. And he goes shing, shing. I'm not, I'm not playing. Yeah, I'm not playing again. So you finally are able to fall asleep. Uh, it feels like you you don't dream or anything. It feels like it goes by like just like that. Yeah, it's been like twelve hours. You sleep for twelve hours, and it's uh, a little early in the morning. And uh, you walk out to your uh, living room, whatever. Yeah, you think to yourself, "Man, I gotta get some breakfast. I gotta get something to eat." Okay. You turn towards the kitchen, and standing there are five <sighs> figures. Get the fuck out. Why are, why are there always people just appearing in my <laughs> home? I wake up from a restless 12-hour sleep and find five dudes just standing in my kitchen. Well, they're not all dudes. Oh, oh cool, Pat. So standing in front of you fuck. is uh, Mrs. Butterworth, Aunt Jemima, Captain Crunch, Lucky Leprechaun, and Chet Lightning. And um, Lucky Leprechaun. I told him to fucking leave right Lucky leave Le- immediately. Lucky the Leprechaun says, Aaron, will you speak to us? Get the fuck out of my apartment. Captain Crunch says, Aaron, we are the Brotherhood of Breakfast. I leave the room and I go find my phone and I call the police again. Uh, 911, this is Brenda. What is going on? Brenda, some people have broken into my house. I need you to send the police. And I, I give her my address. She goes, okay, well, who's, uh, slow down. And I hang up. Uh, you get a phone call, a text immediately. The call ID is just a, like a photo of her. And she's holding up the phone. And she's like, what the hell? And text says, you good? I say, please send police. Here's the address. This is not a drill. So, I, I, yeah. So anyway, so you turn back around. Uh, and Jemima's like, I'm not going back out there. I'm going to stay in my room. I don't want to fucking talk to these people, Pat. <laughs> yeah why are you forcing me to they break into my fucking home so they you know open, how much i hate that they open the door they just walk through why and so um this fucking sucks well, and you see that there's just like like pancake syrup like where oh great i gotta fucking explain this goddamn mess and i gotta clean it up yeah 
And so I'm they, so pissed off. So they come in, and uh, Aunt Jemima's like, "All right, look, Aaron. Uh, I guess it was kind of strange for us to just kind of pop in here out of nowhere. Yeah, but uh, we need your help. The Brotherhood of Breakfast I don't needs give your a help." Fuck. Chet Lightning goes, "It's Count Chocula. I hate you so much. Why? I'm Chet Lightning. The fun never ends, Aaron. I hate Chet Lightning so He's much. He's got lightning bolts all over his clothing." So Captain Crunch is like, look, Aaron, I know this is crazy, but we need your help. It's Count Chocula. He's trying to rid the world of breakfast. I don't give a fuck. I love Count Chocula. Probably a top five cereal for me, if we're being honest. I love what it does to the milk. I don't like any of you guys. Count Chocula has never done me wrong. You guys are leaving a trail of syrup through my fucking apartment. They probably (laughs) went over a rug. You know? Yeah. Uh, Now I'm going to call Lando. Mrs. Butterworth looks up and, and she goes like, Aaron. They're going to get rid of breakfast. We need your help. You just dragged a bunch of syrup all over my apartment. You broke in. You know how jarring that is and makes me not want to help you? You can't approach me in any other fashion other than surprising me at my home and then wrecking it because you're taking syrup everywhere you go? I'm no. Get out of my fucking apartment. Lucky goes, God, I hate him too. There's a knock on the door. Police, we got a phone call. I go to the door and I open it. I say, these are people who have broken into my home. Yeah. This guy walks through. He looks like really confident, but he looks like kind of beaten down by life at the same time. He's just clearly been a cop like for forever. You know, he's got a flask in his fucking breast pocket with cigarettes in the other breast pocket. There's like a rosary. He walks in. He goes, yeah, I'm Milo Fingal. I'm a damn good cop. He goes, show me where they are. I direct him to where they are. There's no one there. He goes, the only thing suspicious about this place is how wonderful it smells. It smells just like pancake syrup. Is there maple syrup everywhere? Everywhere. And he looks down and he goes, huh, might have to call Lando for this. Yeah, Lando. Because they fucked up my carpets. I would say, look, there's syrup everywhere. They were in here. I don't know where they went. Yeah. You want to look in the local area? So they're kind of like, all right. They kind of like look around and stuff. They don't find anything. Why would they? They all give you the finger when they leave. Uh, you kind of forget this ever happened a week from now. Um, you uh, are able to get out of your MBA contract. Uh, you got to give them five payments of thirty nine ninety five. I'm not giving them a fucking thing. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> cooperating with them. Yeah. Not. So, I don't have that. I don't have the. I don't have that kind of money. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just want me to fucking pay him what? Hundred? How much? Uh, f- five easy payments of thirty nine ninety five. Like two hundred bucks. Yeah. I got to shell out to get out Plus of the shipping contract. And handling. Shipping for what, Pat? You, they don't accept the money online. You have to send it like a check or money order or something. So um, <clears throat> you uh, you're you out and you're kind of hungry. So you go to Chili's. Uh, Chili's is doing a new thing called Chili's in the morning. Where uh, they serve breakfast food and stuff, do like chili style. So um, you go and you sit down, and you're like, "Man, I haven't had an omelet in forever." So you decide to get the chili, like the chili's number one omelet. It's called. Yeah, it's uh, it's made with scrambled eggs, diced peppers, sautéed onion, the perfect amount of brown crisp, bacon, sausage. It's got everything you could ever want in an omelet. Cheese blend. You order it. The waitress, uh, 
Her name is Honey Magpie. <clears throat> and she's like, uh, she goes, oh, Aaron, no, I'm sorry. We don't, we don't serve breakfast anymore. Okay. What's on the lunch menu? And she tells you. And uh, you just order, you order a, like a burger or whatever. And you kind of look up. They have a TV going. And it, like the newscaster is going like, a terrible day today as all breakfast has been eliminated. We're not sure what is behind this, but it makes no goddamn sense. But man. we do know that breakfast is gone, and this is a day. What's gone? We'll remember I forever. Can't get eggs anymore. There's no breakfast food anymore. But, so I can't get. If I can't go to the grocery store and get an egg. No. How does how does anybody make bread or pasta? So that's kind of what I'm getting at. So it kind of like ruins a lot, <clears throat> like a lot of stuff. All right. Uh, like food completely changes. Uh, sure, businesses go out of business. Uh, a few people commit suicide. Uh, and so like one day, uh, you're at home, your roommate Wally's gone. God damn uh, it, Wally. You walk into your bedroom and, uh, you're like, oh man, I got to grab a jacket and you open the door to your closet and standing there is uh Frankenberry. He's like nine feet tall. He goes, you could have saved us, Aaron. And he strangles you to death. God damn it. <laughs> your, uh, like neck He's so strong that it's as about as wide as like a penny when the when the cops find you. Jesus Christ! They walk in like, isn't this that like pancake boy? Pancake boy? That's what they've been calling you at the precinct because of all the maple syrup everywhere. The Fuck next day, you. there's an article in the newspaper that just says pancake boy loses. <laughs> it's about your death. Fuck off. That sucks so bad. You didn't help them. You didn't help the Brotherhood of Breakfast. They broke into my fucking house. They dragged maple syrup everywhere. I'm not helping them. <laughs> Chet Lightning's involved. You don't like that guy? No, he, he fucking rules. sucks. All the things you know I hate, you do. <laughs> you fucking died. Good riddance.